I'm reliably informed that you're listening to a Big Finish production. Here's a bit of future pain. Hey, hey, fella, relax. I'm not here for you. Someday, yeah, I may have to shoot you. But not today, okay? This is the Big Finish Podcast, official release date 14th of October 2018. You are more than welcome to our podcast of Big Finish Delights. I'm Benji Clifford and he's Nick Briggs. Oh, yes. Coming up any flipping second now, we'll be looking at our latest release, Doctor Who Ravenous 2. The saga continues with Paul McGann as the Doctor, aided by his two amazing companions, Liv and Helen, Nicola Walker and Hattie Morhan. Uh, some Vok robots, V11, Mark Bonnar, that is, and guest appearances from Claire Rushbrook and Sean Phillips, and I don't mean the ITV weather lady. <laughs> And all your regular favourite features will be here. We have news, emails with a competition result and a brand new competition. The Randomoid Selectatron Plus, a podcast exclusive interview with David Tennant and Catherine Tate, recorded during their recent studio session for the 10th Doctor Adventures Volume 3. And that will be released next May, uh, but up for pre-order now. So go, 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 now, now, now. (laughs) Our 15-minute drama tease at the end of the podcast will be from this month's stupendous Torchwood release God Among Us and an episode entitled Future Pain Ouch. Right, so let's launch ourselves into the latest releases section Ba-doing. Boom Oh, I've landed Oh, that's good Are you, you alright? No, no jit for the old ankles You know, oh, sometimes a, bit of a tough one that was well, thankfully, you know, we're here now, and in the latest releases roundup this week, we give you review quotes and clips for Ravenous 2, The Avengers, Too Many Targets, Shilling and Sixpence Investigate, and Doctor Who Short Trips, A Small Semblance of Home. Oh dear, during that I was busy knocking myself and knocking things over, but don't worry, I will have edited all that out. Uh, first up, Ravenous 2. You don't know who the Krampus is? Why, he is the dark side of Christmas, the demon on the streets. And today is the day the Krampus runs. You must be terminated. Thumbs, the Vox, they're, they're grabbing people on the walkways, attacking them. Die, die, die. They're my friends and they're in danger. Along with hundreds of others, that is our first priority. Tom Halson on Twitter says, Escape from Caldor, which is one of the episodes of Ravenous 2 uh, from Big Finish, uh, by Matt Fitton is a thrilling story packed with fun but also emotional. The cast execute this brilliantly. They don't execute Matt Fitton. Um, <laughs> this brilliantly written family piece perfectly. On top of this, the sound design is magnificent, especially its music. Loving Ravenous 2. Yeah. Mm. Peach from PA. Who's that? Oh, well, anyway, he says, uh, Big Finish, I have a lot of positives to post about Ravenous 2, but one thing that must be mentioned, the music score and sound design are simply, 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 <laughs> sorry, beautiful. Well done. Oh. How about that? That's to you. So nice. You yeah, it's so design, lovely to see people appreciating that. It's That's really good, warms the uh, the cockles of my heart. Is that a thing? Warms my cockles oh. or it warms my the heart? The cockles of your heart. The cockles, no, the cockles of my heart, of heart is the thing. The windmills Absolutely. of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of those things. Uh, Jay at Tardis Blue 22 says Ravenous 2 was amazing and that ending. Can't believe I've got to wait till April for the next box set. What will I do? Well, buy more Big Finish to keep me busy, of course. Winky emoji. That's the spirit, isn't it? Ah, well, time for well a bit done. of Blog to Who, that rather lovely website devoted to the world of Doctor Who, but it's also a strong supporter of Big Finish, Ooh. which we really do appreciate. We do love them. Come on. Come on. It this far, we can't lose it now. Stop there. Look, gorilla tracks. I'd bet my life on it. Fresh, too. It has to be close. We've nearly got the blighter. Ready your weapons. 
You don't want to be caught. The Avengers Too Many Targets. Here's this great review from Blog to Who. Honestly, Too Many Targets must be one of the best The Avengers audiobooks out there. The main cast all deliver stellar performances. The writing, both the original from John Peel and Dave Rogers, and the adaptation from John Dorney is just excellent. Ken Bentley gives us some solid direction and keeps things moving briskly. A real treat, crafted with love for any fan of the Avengers. Unless you're expecting the bloke with the shield. <laughs> not, Avengers not, that, not that dork. Not, um, not that! <laughs> also from Blog to Who, uh, some comments about our latest Big Finish original Shilling and Sixpence Investigate. We're at war. Again... Shilling and Sixpence Investigate, starring Celia Imrie as Lavinia Sixpence. Folks round here, they're a superstitious bunch. You could tell that their jersey spuds were possessed by old Nick and they'd go and get them exercised rather than stick them on a plate. And David Warner as Desmond Schilling. Is she? I'm afraid so. Quite dead. Ruth B. Hall. That's the place where the Lord of the Manor was shot by his wife a while back, isn't it? Devil. Shilling and Sixpence Investigate is the third release in the new Big Finish Originals range alongside titles like At A Girl and Jeremiah Born In Time. And Cicero. This new property is another excellent continuation of this download-only range. It'll be hard to understand if this set gets anything other than positive praise and let's hope Big Finish decide to continue the adventures of these heroes. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm. Doctor Who Short Trips, A Small Semblance of Home, a lovely review from, you guessed it, Blog to Who. A Small Semblance of Home is sublime. Everything about it oozes a must-listen feel. The script from Paul Phipps is beautiful. A true love letter to the early days of the show. His handle on the characters is excellent. He paints a truly vivid picture with use with his use of words. That's what you would do in a script, I suppose. Hopefully, this won't be his only stop in the Doctor Who universe. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, Carol Ann Ford is a sheer delight, as always. Her narration elevating an already tremendous script. As director Lisa Bauman is particularly... As director... Lisa, I'll get the sense of this right in a minute. As director... Lisa Bauman is particularly powerful, powerful, as she seems to bring the love out of the script. Well, she's full of love, you see. And that's it for this week. As you know, we often quote your tweets, so please do tweet reviews to us. That's at Big Finish, isn't it? It's just at Big Finish. It's just, it's just, just, just at Big Finish. So more on that one yeah. next week. Keep it up. Coming in, coming, coming in relatively come, come soon. Coming in, come in, come in, come in. <laughs> I don't know. This this podcast is beautifully written. Uh, listeners' emails is what I'm saying. It's coming up in which we read out listeners' emails. Yeah, mm. I know that's a shocker, isn't it? And you know we sort of uh, sort of chat, and sort of you know, sort of chat, chat. About Just you know, sort of, sort of yeah, yeah, talk really. Just talk really. Yeah. But now, yes, it's time for the big finish news. This week in the news, Sylvester McCoy's latest main range, main range, the, the main range, <laughs> the main range, yes. his latest yes. main range monthly adventure, yeah, the, the quantum range. possibility I'd engine, uh, the Doctor Who early adventure, an ideal world, Zygon Hunt, Tom Baker on vinyl, and an exclusive trailer mm. for the eighth series of Fourth Doctor Adventures. Oh. <laughs> So the Quantum Possibility Engine is out this week. Um, yes, listen, I love the Quantum Possibility Engine. It's written by Guy Adams. Uh, it features um, a villain from the old Doctor Who monthly uh, strip, Dog Bolter, played by Toby Longworth. And it's a real rip-roarer of a kind of... It's got a sort of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy feel, but it's very Doctor Who as well. Uh, really interesting character development... For Mel, I mean, if you've been following it through as well, you know, you'll see the development from the, the past two stories, the uh, Dispossessed and um, Red Planets. That's what it's called. I was just having a memory loss moment there. It was to be expected as a man of my advancing years. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, and also just great stuff for the Doctor and Ace. Some really crazy stuff happens to them um, where they get sort of projected into... Different, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spoil 
it, and it ends anymore. basically it, like oh <laughs> everyone explodes uh, here's the trailer coming soon from Big Finish Productions there I've done my job the TARDIS is yours claimed in the name of the president of the solar system to the glory of President of Doctor, do- 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 Doctor Who. Do- 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 Doctor Who, the quantum possibility engine. What's that when it's at home? Oh no, not you. Hello, Doctor. A pleasure to see you too. Narvin. Indeed. Uh, tell me, Doctor, might you know anything about a stolen TARDIS? Oh. An entirely programmable system? Entirely. And you can control everything within it? Within reason. You're interfering with the laws of nature. There will always be limits. It's a subtle machine, not a hammer with which to pound your populace to dust. Here she is. I thought you got lost. Ah, Miss Bush. You had such an opportunity handed to you earlier. How foolish to throw it all away. What are you doing? No, don't do that! (gasps) They've gone! All of them! What have you done to them? Your friends have ceased to exist, Miss Bush. It seemed the simplest way. You psychotic little machine! There was no need to... Oh, Doctor. Big Finish. We love stories. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, An Ideal World is out this week. Light years from Earth, a vast human spaceship hangs in orbit over a cloudy alien planet. Oh, look at that. The crew have been (laughs) travelling in cryosleep for many years, looking for a habitable world to settle and have at last located one with potential. I hope you liked my rubbish sound effects. I thought they were brilliant. I particularly like the loud snoring. Yeah, well, they're in cryosleep. <laughs> well, shouldn't they be crying? Um, I, I got a great thing today. I, my, my friend told me to get this app called Sleep Cycle. Oh, and, yes. Um, and That's it, where you ride a bike while you're asleep. It's what, yeah, it is. It's brilliant. You can. I went to Scotland. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just right. It was rather funny because it's it just said in this thing. It said awake, awake. So I went to bed uh, just before midnight, eleven fifty-six, and. By 12 o'clock, I'd apparently entered a deep sleep, to which I, I didn't emerge from know? that deep sleep until 8.18 this morning. But yes. my favourite thing about this is it, it, it issued me a warning when I woke up this morning. Warning. It said, warning, very few movements during the night. <laughs> I just thought, God, Brian, like, it's like, it might as well Why just be that? saying, warning, you, you, you nearly died tonight. <laughs> like, yes. I just thought, Warning, blimey. you escaped death. I thought, blimey, but yes, yeah, so I, I was in cryosleep last night, everybody. Goodness. Warning. Mm. Warning. Warning. Move more. Perhaps it has to poke me more. I find it strange sometimes the things I can sleep through and then sometimes the things that wake me up. You know what I mean? There's, there's no, abs- there's absolutely no sort of rhyme and reason for it, I find. But like, I suppose it depends how deep your sleep is. Yeah. You know, like, I can sleep through a car alarm, but then... You know, uh, if if somebody and they trips up on the hallway outside, bang! I can hear that. You know, crazy. <sighs> anyway, more from the sleep podcast next week. So here's the trailer. Mm-hmm. Look, it's Earth, one of those eras with trees. Ah, my dear Vicky, the astral map readings were quite clear. The Earth is trillions of miles from here. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, An Ideal World. The Mayflower Programme's goal is to locate and develop planets suitable for colonisation in Earth's neighbouring systems. With minimal terraforming, it could be fully habitable within 20 years. Doctor, the air... Yes, my dear. I'm afraid... The oxygen is thinning. Without suits, there's not enough good air on the surface of T-19 to sustain human life longer than an hour. You're a contamination risk, Taylor. Something's coming down. It's going to crash. Transcendent.
You can't negotiate with monsters, Kay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Dear me. This is an act of war. Only if you resist. Oh, Vicky. Stephen. I'm so sorry. Big finish. We love stories. We welcome you. <laughs> Another of our mega successful, very popular UK exclusive national event vinyl releases is coming. Hey. Yeah, the Tom Baker story Zygon Hunt is released exclusively in selected Sainsbury's stores on the 19th of October. So get down to your local Sainsbury's. It's a limited edition of 2000, so get there quick! Here's a reminder of Zygon Hunt in the form of its trailer. Zygon Hunt. Oh, what's the matter? Why have we stopped? I just saw it up ahead. Gigantic. This is the planet Garros, by the way. I looked it up before we landed. You have been here before? No, but I've been meaning to visit for a long time. What are you doing on this planet? Just pop by for a look. I've always heard it was rather a lovely spot. Follow me. Seems like there's more hunting to be done tonight. But this time our quarry will be those damn prisoners. They must be found and shot on sight. No one must know of the plan. You must die. Big finish. We love stories. And make sure you don't get uh, Sainsbury's mixed up with Safeways, because Safeways doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. It hasn't been around for years, but if some of you do get that mixed up, I'm just warning you there. Could be a problem, yeah. Or Woolworths. Or, or, or Gateway. Gateway food stores. <laughs> um, God, blimey, that's taking me back. And finally, VG. Do you remember VG Corner Shops? God, blimey. Do you know what? That does ring a bell, actually. I, th- I think it stood for very good. Very, of course it is. I remember VG. there used to be one called All Days. I remember All Did Days, it, yeah. and it had a great drawing of, of like a, a shopping, uh, tro- like a like a shopping basket with a baguette in it, for some reason, very, and a, and a leak. They had, there was a, a leak in there as well for some reason. But anyway, stuff was leaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, well, it would be. It's made of mesh, isn't it? Um, finally, though, <laughs> of course, um, since we're in a sort of Tom Bakerish mood, so, I mean, so, when so. aren't we? Uh, coming in January, he returns for his eighth series of adventures with Big Finish, and as we've mentioned before, he has a brand new companion with him in the form of WPC and Kelso, as played by the rather wonderful Jane Slavin. So. So, here's a brand spanking new trailer for you. This is the Doctor. He saved our lives. Oh, glad to help. Just passing by. Oh, I see. You're that Doctor. Yes, I am that Doctor. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, Season 8, The Syndicate Master Plan, Volume 1. Pardon me, Miss? Miss? You should get inside. It's getting dark. We're not scared of the dark. You should be. That's when they come out. Who are they? The strangers. The birdmen. Birdmen? The Countess of Lovelace. You're Ada Lovelace. You seem surprised. Ada Lovelace, the Enchantress of Numbers. Excuse me, sir. We are looking for Albemarle Street, Piccadilly. Sorry, mate. Don't know it. Not round here. You see, someone has stolen Albemarle Street. Get out! I've got the law here! Yeah, I can't care! <laughs> bye bye, Reynolds. Stop! Oh no, I don't think that's a good idea. Do Who you? are you? Doctor, look! Back away, slowly. What do they want? We are here to kill the virus. Virus, what virus? Uh, I'm Anne, by the way, if anyone's interested. Affirmative. Updating recognition protocols. My name's Anne Kelso. Anne Kelso. WPC 166. Anne Kelso. What's that smell? Is he all right? That time storm. Is it something that occurs naturally? What's a chronon when it's at home? Where are we running to? You ask a lot of questions. I am a police officer. See? Looks innocuous. Damn. You'll feel at home. You were supposed to be taking me away from home? Are you always this pernickety? 
was that? You don't want to find out. Keep running. That thing is a drashic. Magnificent. Classic hunting technique. One of them driving the prey straight into the teeth of the other. What are you? I am Spandrel of the Lemurian race, and I work for the Sinestrian Syndicate. Never heard of them. Ah, uh, my carriage awaits. Thanks for waiting, old horse. Would you like a jelly baby? Weak <laughs> finish. We love stories. Aren't you clever, WPC Kelso? Yes, WPC Kelso, you are terribly clever. And that, my dear friends, is the end of the news. Coming up soon, our guest star interview with Catherine Tate and David Tennant. Now, the the thing about this interview is that I was... um, I was meant to do it, but I was ill that day, so David Richardson did it for me. And uh, they uh, they take the mickey out of me. It's very clear that Catherine Tate only has the slightest memory of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> has to be reminded and sort of thinks, maybe, maybe I know who he is. But yes, they really uh, do take the mickey out of me, which is highly entertaining. I laughed a lot when I heard it. Anyway, but first, the glory and delight that is listeners' emails. God, emails. Just a beautiful yeah. word, isn't it? You know, it rolls off the tongue. It's lovely. It looks great in a Helvetica font. It looks oh, great in Comic it. Sans, and not many things look great in Comic Sans. No, uh, so, you know, when it comes to emails, I'm, I'm fairly chuffed with how they are. You're a fan. I'm You're a big a fan. fan. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. I love them. And if you like them, or if you like writing them, or if you just want to chat to us, or, or whatever, then you can. You just need to send us an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. And zoom, it will oh. go off there like, oh. like that, like a shot. I like when it zooms. Zoom, what was that? That was an email. Uh, (laughs) So first up then, this one from Michael Solko. Dear Nick and Benji, Shilling and Sixpence Investigate is another huge success for the Big Finish Originals range. Oh, good, yeah. What begins as a cosy murder mystery series... I'll just do that again because I've added words. What begins as a cosy murder mystery slowly evolves into a mystery tale with a sinister streak. Mm-hmm. Celia Imrie and David Warner provide very nuanced performances that are up to the excellent standard that you would expect from two acclaimed actors. I think it's also key to call attention to the acting strength of Nigel Fares oh, yeah. and his troupe of actors who have been bringing Morlington Hill for several years now. They each play multiple parts throughout the set and create a vivid world for the story to unfold in. I hope we get to see more of them in the future. Uh, Big Finish plays, including a sequel to Shilling Sixpence, of course. Big Finish Day sounds like it'll be a tremendous event, and I'm sad my plan to make it across the pond this year fell through. That said, it looks like Big Finish already have several team members lined up for 2019's Gallifrey One. I appreciate the effort the team puts into engaging with fans at American conventions, and I look forward to talking with you all. See you there. Speaking of Gallifrey One, it occurs to me Scott Hancock and Chase Masterson uh, could uh, very well be in the same place at the same time. (laughs) What a tremendous time to record vocals for a new series of Vienna. (laughs) I know it's been rough news for a few big finished ranges lately, so I'm hesitant to even put that one out there. But I also hope that we'll get to see more adventures in the world of Vienna soon. I'm imagining and I hope that you are too just imagine um thanks for putting out such an entertaining podcast every week michael solko oh, cheers oh. cheers son you're welcome you're welcome yeah no news on vienna at the moment yes but it's, yeah yeah the scott and chase at the convention we go right here's a microphone get on with it <clears throat> uh here's one from ed langley hi nick and benji 2018 has been an awesome year for all things big finish and doctor who and having kept an eye on what's in store the awesome is set to continue. Mm -hmm. There are so many future releases coming up that I couldn't name them all here. It's a shame. I'd like a list. Uh, But when you announced that Missy would be having her own series, I geeked. Missy is by far the most gripping incarnation of the master. But when she left the show last summer, I didn't know when or if we'd see her again. I cannot wait for Missy's story to continue next year when she goes up against Riversong and the Monk. After all... I can only say something nice. Well, that's Mm -hmm. true. 
Um, also, in traditional birthday style, as Benny has celebrated her 20th recently with this story so far, I've been binge listening to the six stories so that it coincides with my own 20th. Wow. Hey. Here's to another 20 years, Benny. Long may your reign continue. I'm particularly fond of Benny's adventures with David Warner's Doctor and future Unbound Benny stories. Are, oh, sorry. And future Unbound Benny stories plans? Question mark? Mm, I think so. All the very best, Ed Langley. Sent from my iPhone. What, my iPhone? Oh, no, your iPhone. Oh, stole it. Thief. <laughs> And a little snippety snippet of a short email from Fiona James. Hi, Nick. I really enjoyed listening to your podcast interviews with big Finnish composers. Have you considered combining them into a single podcast, such as you did with the My Big Finnish Life interviews? I'd certainly listen to them. Thanks, Fiona. Fiona, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, just a bit of editing time for me. Maybe I shall set that as a little project for me to do. I mean, you know. You could call it uh, Sounds Like Big Finish. So, yeah, so, yeah. Sounds like big sounds finish. Like big finish yeah. I don't know why I was doing that. And finally, this one from Debbie Markey. Dear Nick and Benji, I thought I'd let you know that I've now listened to yesterday's podcast as well as having seen the first episode of the new series of Doctor Who last night. Um, which, uh, Debbie wrote in about uh, Ian Plowman's uh, interesting email to us. As Ian has apologised, please feel free not to read my email out as the matter seems to be closed. That's fair enough. I'm glad that he apologised to you. One of the problems with electronic communications and social media is that because you cannot see the face of the person you're talking to, it's so easy to be rude and difficult to get the right tone, even with people you know well and wouldn't dream of upsetting. You're so wise, Debbie. That's never a truer word spoken in my view. However, I wanted to send this follow-up email mostly to let you know that I absolutely love Jodie Whittaker's first episode and I'm really looking forward to finding out what happens next yeah blimey i mean i take it they're not going to just suffocate in space no that i'm a bit worried i'm a bit worried anyway kind regards debbie p.s i just remembered in your podcast of the 30th of september you wondered what the co and com meant in email addresses and websites in both cases i believe they stand for commercial but addresses that use co specify a particular country whilst com is used for international companies there you go. There we go. Thank you very much, Thank you for but that yes. one. Yes, we're we're loving Doctor Who, aren't we? You, Absolutely you, brilliant. You tweet about it. Absolutely. I've been retweeting lots of lovely, positive things from people. Oh, uh, absolutely brilliant. And the music, that theme, that theme. Oh, oh yeah. perfect, perfect. I've listened. Why isn't it? Why isn't it been released? I know. I know. I, I, I've, I've been listening to it over and over again on the iPlayer on uh, headphones. You, cheer me up i want to hear a nice <laughs> clean version with the stereo and Ooh. just oh lovely it, i hope it gets i hope it gets perhaps they're waiting for the uh for the new title sequence to debut tomorrow before they do it but <gasps> yes. i, I want to well, hear it'll be it today when this podcast goes it will out, be today yeah enjoy enjoy have a cup of tea and a, a fruit pastel on me yes and we ought to mention that sagan akinola the composer to br- brilliant work we're going oh. on about how brilliant it is without name checking him yeah fantastic i i really would love to meet him and, Superb uh, work. I mean, yeah. he really he knows his stuff, and and also yeah. he's he's really uh, he's kind of really given it his own own style. You know, he's just gone yes. with what he wants to do, and hats off to him. I sent him a tweet and uh, and uh, congratulated him on his fine work because I just yeah. thought some you know as sound people sometimes sometimes people you know people listen to the watch the whole thing or listen to the whole thing and they don't often think about the the hard work that goes into it for people you know like him but i mean he's got loads of praise and i think it's just wanted to add to that really. well and he's given the, the the series a completely different feel hasn't he but the music does change it very much i mean oh. you've only got to think back to old doctor who stuff you know uh, when you like for example take uh, john pertwee stories you know most of them had dudley simpson music on but when you occasionally like like in inferno when you've got yep. douglas camfield using stock radiophonic tracks instead it gives the story a completely different feel. It's neither better nor worse. It's just, it just, you know, gives. It's nice to have a change like this. I think. Oh, and definitely. Although Murray Gold is a brilliant composer and did loads of fantastic stuff. It's, it's, it's nice for a change. I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. Really I nice. think it's, it's all part. It's all part of the part and parcel of the journey, isn't it? Really, you know, the same thing is when, you know, when Dudley Simpson was replaced by the Radiophonic Workshop back in the 80s the new radiophonic workshop um yes. ch- changed changed everything you know it's, it's all down to taste but it, it 
the whole identity of the show changed, and that's what. I think well, I remember being massively excited about that at the time when I had my first sort of. I, I just heard a bit of Peter Howe's new theme in a BBC trailer, and I thought, what? what? That's <laughs> you know, uh, amazing. I was so excited by it. Anyway, so we're just. It's lovely to go through these big changes in Doctor Who. It's what Doctor Who's all about. Definitely. Reinventing itself and, oh, very exciting time. Very exciting. And on that exciting note, that is mm. the end of the emails. But now it's time mm. for competitions. Oh. oh, love it. Let's wrap this one up. The prize was the Diary of River Song, Volume 4. A whole bit of wrapping. I'm not in the same location, so I can't do my pork pie. Well, uh, so if sad. anyone knows what that means, that just sounds weird. If you've never heard a Big Finish podcast before and you just hear me say, I can't do my pork pie, that's just going to be weird. It's quite weird, even if you do know what I'm talking about. Um, the question was, which famous historical lady did Alex Kingston star as? The clue was fortunes and misfortunes, and the subject line was river, and the closing date was Friday the 12th of October. That day has come and gone. And the winner is... Simon Toth! And Simon actually wrote and he said, here we go. Thanks for the podcast contest. The answer to this week's question is that Alex Kingston played Mole Flanders in Fortune and Misfortune. The character was based on the real-life Mole King, born Elizabeth Adkins, although I'm not sure how many liberties Daniel Defoe took when he adapted her life for his original novel. Mm. Thanks, uh, Simon Toth. And Simon, please, please, please send us your postal address if you want a CD. Nick has already popped the Diary of Riversong Volume 4 into your download account for you. So I did. I, yeah, I popped it in. Um, it's Yes. I'm predicting that you uh, are American, Simon, because you said contest, and Americans always say contest rather than competition. Seems to me. Am I right? Write in and have a go. Uh, and so, on to this week's competition, the prize, Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, An Ideal World. The question, this story features the rather wonderful actor, Maureen O'Brien, one of my favourites, lovely Fantastic. Being, in the role of Vicky the first Doctor's companion. In 1987, however, she played a regular character in the UK medical drama Casualty, which is still going. And I'm glad they didn't give it the name that uh, my cardiologist always called Casualty, Casuality. <laughs> he said, well, if you're in trouble, you'll have to go to Casuality, won't you? I thought, Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah, he's, he's just got a heart problem. He's probably going to, you know, I mean, there's not a lot we can do. But hey, you know, great, great genes though, by the way, mate, you know, not all, not all bad, is it, eh? <laughs> he also used to say caffeine. I say used to, he probably still does, um, instead of caffeine. Caffeine? I've, I've never heard anyone say caffeine. I think he's just one of those people who just invents ways of saying words in a strange way. Words, I'm like saying par words Paracetamol, like somebody I know says paracetamol as paradecimal. <laughs> and I was like, that's not, even a, that's not even what it is. That's just incorrect, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yes, what was the character's name that Maureen O'Brien played in Casuality, Casualty in 1987? The subject line is Nurse, which has uh, three... Is that four? How many U's in it? One, it's, two, it's three... Four. Four U's and two, three exclamation marks. That's the subject line. You've got to get that right. You've got to be in it to win it. <laughs> Shut up, bricks. <laughs> Nurse! And the closing date is Friday the 26th of October. Please send your emails to podcast at bigfinish.com. Ah, good luck to you all as well. Coming up, the Randomoid Selectatron. It's a kind of random Selectatron thing that's... Uh, it's a website... I, I think I made up the name Randomoid Selectatron and then uh, Big Finish listener Hannah Newman decided to create a website where when you press a button, blah, 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 it selects something randomly from the Big Finish archive and Benji and I have a chat about it. I don't know why I'm explaining because you all know. And our 15-minute drama tease will be coming up to Torchwood God Among Us. Quite hard-hitting. But before that, here's David Tennant and Catherine Tate who were recently in recording uh, Volume 3 of the Tenth Doctor Adventures particularly exciting release this will be because it has Bernard Cribbins in it. Um, anyway, this interview may contain lots of taking the mickey out of me. 
yeah. I do know. Nick who does you the mean. voice. You know, yeah, and I Nick's do. usually here. Yeah, Nick's the yeah, director yeah. and the other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. You know that. I'm Catherine Tate. I play Donna Noble. I'm David Tennant. I play the Doctor. So Nick Briggs has some standard questions for his podcast. Right. The first one is, when did you first meet Nick Briggs? Ooh, when did I first meet? It would have been a read through, wouldn't it? Well, probably. It would have been for me. Probably, yeah. I guess it would have been a read through of, and as far as I know, that he would only have come in at the last two episodes of the season I was uh, in. I yes, he probably did because he did the Daleks and he did the Judoon voices as well. But oh right, uh, yeah, he. Wa- I don't think he was he around earlier on that season. No, I'm pretty. I, I'm sure I'm only aware of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would have been, I mean, Whenever if he's was. asking for specifics, <laughs> I'm going to... It's quite egotistical of you, Nick to have this as a question on the Big Finish podcast. Yeah, yes, is he, yeah. Is he a monstrous narcissist? Is he writing an autobiography and he's wanting us to do research? Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? He's not doing that. Yeah, he's looking for shortcuts. Yeah. Uh, my, I don't know. I knew Nick Briggs before Doctor Who. Because I did Big Finish before I was in Doctor Who. Did you? Did you not know that? No. Yes. Oh, yes, That's I did. So I was, interesting. I was. I did one with Sylvester McCoy. I did one with Colin Baker, and then I did. Nick did his own series about Daleks because Nick did the Dalek voices before right. Doctor Who was on the telly, which is how he got the gig. I think he did the Dalek voices before for Big Finish, was... and then when the TV show came oh. back, he got the gig on the show. So between the reboots or not reboots between it. Going. When Doctor Who was off the telly, yes. Big Finish started, Big Finish started. With <laughs> Sylvester and Colin and Peter. and So it kept it alive. It kept it alive. <gasps> now, who would have been... <laughs> you can cut this out. <laughs> who was the last Doctor before... The one before you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it was Chris Eccleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was Sylvester McCoy. and was then he the last one? He was the last one, but then they did that one-off... Paul McGann one. Film one. So I guess it was Paul McGann. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what were you? Well, I was different things. In one with Colin Baker, I was uh, a sort of... You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I was a slightly sort of... It was a, it was a Birkin Hare story. Oh, So it was set in yeah. Scotland. So I was a sort of Scottish simpleton. Right. Called Mad Jamie, I think I was called. And then in the one with Sylvester McCoy... Is that your Twitter handle? <laughs> Tell them. Uh, and then in uh, in the Sylvester McCoy one, I was a Nazi because that was set in Cold It. Wow. I did proper kind of, you for you's a voice sure. over. <laughs> you best believe it, you know, Daleks. <laughs> I was clear. Um And then uh, in the one that Nick did, the Dalek story that Nick did, he, he like did a whole series, like it was called Dalek Empire. And I was like... So without a doctor? Without a doctor, right. exactly. The Daleks were kind of the star, and I was wow. like a space ranger type in that. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I knew Nick from then. Um, I can't remember when we first met, but it must have been. I mean, because we're talking fifteen years ago now, so probably even longer. That must be weird, actually, because everything's changing around you. And you come back here, and it's kind of still Toby doing the engineering and a lot of the yeah. same faces. Different it? studio, though. Oh, is it? Okay. You used to have a different studio. It was in Vauxhall before, I think, wasn't it? It's um, not as remarkable as simple mad Jamie becoming the doctor. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not lose sight of the headline, people. <laughs> not bury the lead. Yes, but That's I think of all great. the people who are listening to this, you're the only person who didn't know who that. Didn't know probably, it, right? So. Oh, right. So, well, I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming you're the the big Finnish listeners are quite uh, yes. up on the big Finnish history. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I thought you knew that. I didn't know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Nick's next question is. Um, what is tingling your molecules about Big Finish at the minute? What is tingling my molecules? Yeah. What's tingling wrong with this mo- man? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to write some proper <laughs> questions. <laughs> Why is it completely... <laughs> tingling your molecules. About Big Finish? Yeah. It's the lunch that Nick, is good. It's that Nick Briggs isn't here. Yes. What's tingling my he's, molecules. He's sending out... Where is he? Surrogates to oh, ask his questions, questions for him. <laughs> How dare he tingle our he molecules from afar? He tingle our molecules himself. Yeah. That's what we're asked. Yeah. <laughs> we need face-to-face molecule tingling. Yes. <laughs> well, the next one I'm sure will be a good one. Um, 
what is tingling your molecules about the entertainment world? What are you watching? What oh, are you loving? Oh, right. Well, hmm. I did. I did get sucked into the bodyguard. Oh, have well, you know, I've, yet, got, I've not seen the last episode. I haven't seen it yet, but I know I haven't seen any of it. Don't tell yet. me. No, no, I haven't, oh, haven't seen, seen any, any of, of it. it. No, my oh, mum right, right, right. was absolutely raving. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I've, I've got what, the final one to watch, but that's been exciting. Have you seen Save Me? Lenny James has saved no, me. No, is that Oh, good? it's brilliant. Is it? it is brilliant. Right? It's I'll put brilliant. That on the list. It's so good. Have you, we can say this if you've got Sky. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you can, like, you It'll know, be you on the box. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I love that. For me, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, it's You've always staple. loved that. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Yes. It's so good. And they're now drip feeding us the, the, the latest season by episodes. You've just got to buy them singly every week. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is good because it does save you just consuming them all at once. My 16-year-old has been proselytising about that show for oh, years now. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I've watched a couple. No. Oh, sorry. Do you know what, though? My... Yeah, my daughter loves it as well. Maybe I've just got the mind of a teenager. I think yeah, maybe we were. That's what it is. Yeah, it did. Yeah, because I understand it all. That's what, I, that's, <laughs> that's what I like. I don't know if it's someone go, hold on a minute. I just the they're, they're all very so funny performers though as well, aren't they? Yeah, I, oh, yeah. they're brilliant. They're yeah. absolutely brilliant. So good. Actually, so my good. wife from Georgia quite likes it too. It's really good. Uh, uh, Killing Eve, I've watched a bit of that. I haven't seen that. Enjoying that. Again, not not all the way through it yet, but enjoying that. I tell you what's tingling my molecules, it, my molecules, Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I can't call it the entertainment world, and it possibly won't be topical when when this goes out. But I'm genuinely recording CNN at the moment as we speak. How can you not? It's I, it, it's it, it, the circus yeah. of the Supreme Court nominee. Yeah, but, um, but for months it's been like oh, this. Yeah, There's been absolutely. something every day. It's like it's, if it weren't so dangerous, it would be such would, a thrilling drama. Absolutely, it, but it's ex- actually it's exciting to mm. watch it because it's well, it's just jaw-droppingly. Um, yeah, it's like. But you can put on rolling news, twenty-four hour news, and it genuinely changes every half mm, hour. Mm. Something else develops, and that 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 then negates how amazing we thought the first breaking story was. Yes. Then something else comes up and you've forgotten that. You've forgotten how awful the last thing was. The last thing that broke new boundaries in awfulness. (laughs) Exactly. Has just been one up. Knocked out the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of current affairs. I know. It's it's wrong to call it the entertainment world, isn't it? Because yes. that's part of the danger is that yes, we start to view it as entertainment. Yes, that's the thing we think it's entertainment. But, uh, but it is certainly thrilling. Yeah. In every sense of what that word might mean. I know, but I am currently... Well, I'm on a, I'm on a waiting list for the box set of Trump's press conferences. <laughs> <laughs> Entire series. And finally, no tingling molecules. Um, can you choose... Three words to describe the experience of recording this box set this oh. week. Well, I'm three words. I'm going to say tedious just because of that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say joyous. Yes, uh, we've got. To, so, is that six in all, or can we? Can we? Oh, can we three. You can have three. Joyous. Familiar. Yes. Nick Briggsless. Yes. <laughs> sending out. Yes. His, sending out his questions, but where is he? Where is it? Yes, and Nick Briggsless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, don't say we don't get you the best guest stars, because we do. Um, I would have been there myself, but as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I was rather poorly at the time. All better now, though. Me. In case you're worried. Oh, you weren't. Oh, okay. Well, you know, at least you're better now. You can fully enjoy the random word selector Tron yes, in its yes, full yes, yes. glory. So it is now time for the random word selector Tron. Tron, Tron, Tron. <laughs> well done. Well done. You that epic music. Oh, right. We're in at 2.6 Blake Seven's Truth and Lies. Oh, let's have a look at that. Truth and Lies. Would help if I could uh, type it correctly. Truth and lies. What happens if I type in truth and lies? Oh, there it is. Truth and lies. Yes, it stars Paul Darrow as Avon, Michael Keating as Villa, Jan Chapel as Callie, Stephen Pacey as Del Tarrant, and Tom Chadburn as Del Grant, with Alistair Locke as Zen and Aurac. 
Oh, blimey. Yeah, Blake 7, the classic audio adventures. Here is the trailer. This is Anders Kramer, designation Alpha 509. Put me through to the President's private comms channel. I have clearance authority read one. My passcode is liberated. Got her. But we still don't know for sure it's Dana. I see it. Definitely a ship. The ship is currently approaching Apollon 5. We know that. And will be destroyed in precisely seven seconds. What? The vegetation here is burnt. This must be where it came down. Liberator, we found the locator beacon. They've got her. Be careful, Tarrant. Whoever installed that defense grid will know it's been activated. Thanks, but the thought had occurred to me. Ah, there you all are. Good of you to join me. The pleasure is all yours. I can assure you, guns really aren't necessary. Kareen Mellonby. Dana's mother. So she is down there. I get the impression she didn't think things through. Really? Because I get the impression we're being lied to. We know your daughter. Yes, I, I was afraid to wake her in case... In case she discovered the truth about you. I really think you should put those down slowly and carefully. And why would you think that? Because if you don't, I'll blow his head off. Are we going to do what he says? And I thought you were the decision maker. You're pathetic, all of you. As pathetic as this child who just had to come running home to mummy. Leave Dana out of this. Too bad she learned that mummy was a murderer. No! For that, your daughter dies. Big Finish. We love stories. Yeah, great work here by Justin Richards, a brilliant writer and a lovely man who's been delightful to me all the time I've known him. Great, great chap. And Lisa Bauman doing a fantastic job of directing there. Um, I don't have that much to do with Blake Seven. Um... So, have you heard this one? I haven't heard this one, but what I will say is that I think it's really cool that, um, you know, with a show like Blake 7, uh, we're able to get so many um, of the cast members yeah. back to kind of do uh, an audio for it. Because just looking at that, you know, it's, it's a huge, you know, variety of names. And so to be able to pull that off, uh, I think is brilliant. But um, the Blake 7 range is great. You can't. You can't go wrong with a bit of Paul Darrow, can you? No, you know, he's, he's got one of the coolest voices, I think. And uh, yes, he's, a, yes. he's a cool cat. Um, and so, yeah, give if you, like your, if you like your Blake 7, there's plenty of it a big finish. And um, you will enjoy it, definitely. And the thing I should mention is this release will now be uh, available uh, 25% oh, off. Yeah. yeah. You see? Yeah. Cash uh, back. And I, just, I just have to work out. <clears throat> what you do what you have to do <laughs> you have to do an interpretive dance and send it in uh, on 35mm film to the Big Finish office that's right yeah. in, in which will take five years to develop it and then tell you if you've qualified or not yes well you have to go to Big Finish uh, forward slash V forward slash randomoid is that right or offers something like that anyway <laughs> it's really Off official is it <laughs> You get 25% off. What you do when it, when it comes up on the Randomoid Selectatron page, you type in BUCK UP, all capital letters, B-U-C-K-U-P, yeah, all one word, capital letters, no punctuation. And then uh, it will take you to an offers page where you can get it for 25% off. Bada boom, bada bing. It's what I say. Like it, like it, like it. Thanks, Ran. Yep, Ran. Always deliver the goods. Have yourselves a cup of tea and a custard cream. And so, as the podcast floats away gracefully on a gentle breeze, ah, just time for Nick and I to come up with a trailer. Deep breath. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, a podcast released on the 14th of October in the space year 2018, featuring David Tennant, Catherine Tate, and Torchwood. And as well as that, we look at the latest releases, Ravenous 2. It's, uh, it's big, it's bold, it's slightly Christmassy. 
you yeah. definitely want to get behind that one. Yes, there's also the shilling and sixpence and many other things in the latest releases that I haven't written down here. It's lovely. It's lovely. There's also the news. We're just talking about the 2020. Yeah, good game. Uh, quality possibility. The quality possibility engine. What's that? It's a quality possibility. <laughs> it's the quantum possibility engine that's being released this week. An ideal world, which is an early adventure. Zygon Hunt. Uh, Tom Baker Adventures out on vinyl. And also we give you an exclusive glimpse of the fourth Doctor Season 8 trailer. Well, it may not be that exclusive, but it's blummin' good anyway. As well as that, we also have the usual fixtures, uh, listeners' emails, the randomoid selectatron, and we also have a drama tease, which is Torchwood, God Among Us, Future Pain. Yeah, very nice. And uh, don't forget, there will be a competition in there too, so don't Ta-da. miss it. I've been Nick Briggs, and he's been Benji Clifford. I wonder who will be next week. <laughs> Joan Collins. Ah, oh, yeah. And Cliff Richard. <laughs> that would be a good podcast. Time now for our 15-minute drama tease. It's Torchwood, God Among Us, Future Pain by James Goss and starring John Barrowman and Tracy Ann Oberman. The groom and groom have written their own vows. They'll now show their love for each other in their own words. Groom and groom... <clears throat> We, um, won't keep you long. Whose idea was it to get married on a beach? It's raining. Yours? I don't know about you lot, but I'm so cold I've nipples like chapel hat pegs. Um, they gave us some sample vows to read. They were all about dolphins and doves and so on. Instead, we're going to give you the classics. <coughs> um... This is from the Rubiat. Tomorrow. Why, tomorrow I may be myself with yesterday's 7,000 years. For some we loved, the loveliest and the best, that from his vintage rolling time hath pressed, have drunk their cup around. So, you've come to me at last. How long are you going to keep me locked up? You're being kept at Torchwood for your own protection. I'm the Mayor of Cardiff. I'm the leader of the alien race who run this city. I have a private army. Why would I want to be protected by you? Because we're... (sighs) Because I'm Torchwood. You can trust me. And I'm going to give you all some Plato. Who says weddings can't be educational? (laughs) The children of the sun are men who are drawn to other men. And when one of us meets our other half, we are lost in an amazement of love and friendship and intimacy and would not be out of the other's sight even for a moment. We pass our whole lives together desiring that we should be melted into one. Why are you keeping me here? Torchwood and the Sorviks are supposed to be working together. We had an agreement. Remember? I never forget an agreement but a lot's changed since then. A lot. People have died. To spend our lives as one person instead of two. And so that after our death, there will be one departed soul instead of two.
fella, relax. I'm not here for you. Someday, yeah, I may have to shoot you. But not today, okay? There's something else down here, and it's preying on weevils as much as everyone else. And I'm here to put a stout. I'm fine, I'm fine. Long few days. Oh, that, whatever it is, I'm here to put a stop to it. That way. Yeah? Thank you. Best get on. Saving Cardiff. It's what I do. Good afternoon, madam. My name's Tyler. Have you got a few seconds to talk about our PPI recovery promise? Uh, oh, you have? Um, <clears throat> right, okay. <clears throat> um, with the recovery deadline looming, you might miss out on that foreign holiday or nice car that your bank might owe you. Oh, oh, oh yes, my English is very good, thank you. Uh, used to be a journalist. And I moved to Cardiff, worked with the mayor, the new mayor, the one who's missing after City Hall blew up. She ate the old mare, you know. Yeah. Why? Because she's an alien. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cardiff's been invaded by aliens. You really not noticed? There's thousands of them. Taking over, running everything. That's who I was working for, before I lost my job. So, now I do this. <laughs> Turns out these aliens were on the run. On the run from their god, an actual god. And it found them. So, yeah. Uh, Apparently God's living in Cardiff now. Fancy. So there we are. City in ruins, God on the loose, and, uh, and yeah, a lot of people are dead. But like that, madam, PPI doesn't matter so much, does it? All I'm asking is that you honour our agreement. Thing is, that's going to be tricky. Why? I've spoken to Whitehall. With the altered situation, we're going to have to be nimble. Altered situation? God is here. So you keep saying, but where is God? Are you mocking me? As odd as it sounds, Whitehall needs proof. Proof of the existence of God. If you don't let me out of here, you'll get your proof. When this world falls apart. It won't get to that. Torchwood has protocols for dealing with alien entities claiming to be deities. This isn't what you think. This is our God. Look, Muzz Hartman. My people will be working to release me. They'll come and take me by force. That's a waste of time and lives. And you can't spare any more of those. Torchwood and the Sorviks. If we work together, maybe we can save some of this world. I repeat, this is protective custody. Are you sure your people are coming for you? Yes. Work with me. Help me save as many of my people as possible. Promise me you'll save them. Promise me. Experiences have changed me, Jack. I have already seen what God desires. I felt it reach out to me through the rift. It found me fascinating. Or we don't know that what you saw you was... You doubt me? Well, yes! Sad. 
It is you again, isn't it? What are your dreams? Please, let me become them. Is it? Is it God? I am uncertain. It came through the rift to feed, yes, but its uh, appetites are unusual. I, I don't think it is this God. I think it's just a, a hungry space puddle. There is a better life. Better than running through sewers shooting at the dark. <laughs> sure. It is new to this world. Interesting. It is learning to communicate. What is it saying? Uh, car park. Huh? Love. <sighs> Death. Uh, future pain. Is that right? Tell me about your god. There isn't time. You've wasted days already keeping me here. And we've been busy. Torchwood have had concrete threats to deal with. This city's a tired child. It takes a lot of persuasion to put to bed. Spare me. Your god. Why did you run away from it? Because... Because we had to. If that creature's come here, then there's nothing of my home world left. I'm sorry. It started already. People standing on the streets, believing. That's how it begins. There are always people like that. It'll spread. Belief. That's what you've got to fear. We're not so good at existential threats. All that's going to change. Tell me something concrete. What does this god look like? How does it behave? Describe god. <laughs> if you could only hear yourself. It changes from world to world. <laughs> You'll remember this talk and laugh. Now, let me out of here. I'm sorry. Not yet. I have somewhere to be. I may not be here when you get back. My people are coming for me. They're coming! It's retreating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was gonna <laughs> eat us. Whew. But it's gone. Up through the roof. What did you do to it? What, did you did you communicate with it? No, I tried. But it said I had nothing for it. Yet. <laughs> Yet? So maybe it's not God. Maybe it's just psychic goo. I can tell you it exists in an unusual relationship to time. Are you all right? Yeah, just, uh, well, a little winded. But, wait, time? You sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Your cattle lie down before it rains. That creature seems to feed by seeing ahead. What do you mean? It told me of your future. The hub. An explosion. Wait, what? But that was... Yvonne said there are signs of an explosion in the hub. The rift may have been breached. Something may have come through, causing a massive release of rift energy. Is that so? But that's already happened. While you were down there? No. Right. Are you recovered? Yeah. Caught my breath, thank you. It's just that we're late. What for? You know quite well what for. I came to fetch you. Oh, yeah. I wasn't gonna miss it. No. I was just gonna be fashionably late. <laughs> I worry. I have never attended a human mourning ceremony. I'm unsure of how I will react. Well, then just watch me. I'm great at funerals. Lots of practice. I hate asking this question. But how would you like me to refer to you? Just as Colin or as Mr. Price? Colchester Price. Of course. Well, this is a little unusual for me. Fairly unusual for me to never buried a husband before. Yes, I'm sorry, I just mean, there's normally a body. No body, just a memorial. Of course, with everything that's been going on in the last few days. It's not that, my husband's job, they took care of the body. 
Oh, I see. Don't, don't worry, it's insane. The last few days. Of course. There's one thing I always ask people. What they like least about funerals. I like to know. I think having one in the first place. That's the big thing. Yes, of course. But apart from that... Everyone trying to make it better. They're coming here to celebrate a life. To tell you how loved you are. No. No, they're here because they want something. They want to know it's okay. And I don't know what to tell them. We're going to be late. <laughs> That's because we're in a car that has trouble going downhill. I wish you'd let me drive. I'm not sure you're well enough. I am fine. I am an excellent driver. I understand what a car needs. I understand what the road needs. I respond to them both intimately. You've just sexualized the Newport Road, and people say I have a one-track mind. Desire and union are not just about sex. Yeah, there's also jigsaws. <laughs> You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.